Today on the Dynasty Rewind, Mike goes 3-0 against Nate, and is it time for Zero RB? All that and more, starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Hey, tonight we're doing some Dynasty player price checks, and maybe Nate should have done some more of those. So let's welcome him in. We got the professor, Nate Christian. Nate, hi. Hey, Mike. You know, I appreciate, you know, you know, you went 3-0 against me. You deserved it. Um, I shouldn't have. Congratulations. But I should not have. Can't, can't knock me off my mountaintop right now. I am currently number one in the entire Scott Fish Bowl tournament through two weeks. Number one on the leaderboard. I am ecstatic. This is awesome. And also welcoming in Chev and Nooney. Chev, you're up there pretty highly as mm-hmm. well, too. Top 50, if I'm correct? Yeah, I think I made it up to 46. So, hey, okay. Dicer yeah, Rewind is repping at this point. We've got to make a run in the playoffs and make some magic happens. Hopefully we can get some luck like Mike had, it sounds like, this last week. So <laughs> well, that'd be good. Okay, in all fairness, unfortunately, some of my luck came because of Nick Chubb's injury. Um, but I am not in the top 50 or the top one of Scott Fishbowl. If you don't know what Scott Fishbowl is, it's an invitation-only tournament. It's run every year by Scott Fish. It is a redraft slash seasonal league. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you what, there's thousands of people in it. So for you guys to be doing this well, shout out to you guys. Um, I'm not doing as well, but I didn't finish last in my division this year. Um, and I'll tell you what, man, check those waivers, check those prices. That's what it's all about. So today, you know, we're going to be looking at some players. We're going to be looking at some potential trades that you can make for them. Basically value. So this is the time of the year. You know, week two is coming on. People are starting to panic already. I see it in our Discord a lot. Guys, gals, don't panic. It's okay. We're going to get you through everything. Let's talk about it, okay? So... Let's talk about the first player here, and that's Rashad White. So his given cost currently is George Pickens. Nate, is this higher? Is this lower? Is this an accurate assumption? Tell me what you think. You know, I think this is rather accurate. Um, you know, it, it's – I don't know if I would make the strip deal either way, mm-hmm. um, to be honest, and that's why I know it's accurate. You know, it's going to take a, a piece on top of the other piece for me to make this deal if I'm either party. Um, you know, Rashad White, currently the second highest uh, player graded out by PFF on the Buccaneers offense through two games, averaging 14.1 fantasy points. Hasn't scored a rushing touchdown, hasn't scored a touchdown yet. So currently the RB15 on the season, I know only two weeks through, but currently the RB15, one spot ahead of Travis Etienne, hasn't scored a touchdown this year. So, you know, you think the touchdown's going to come eventually, Um Rashad White should continue to improve. He's going to be productive this year. I don't know about his dynasty value long-term, though. And that's where George Pickens comes in. You know, if you're looking more long-term, George Pickens is a, is a better ad, I think, because mm-hmm. you know he's going to be a little productive this year because, you know, Deontay's out for the next three games. Uh, you know, he had 10 targets uh, just the other night um, against the Browns. So, But he only caught four of those. So I'm not quite sure, you know, about his consistency, and that's one of the things I question with him. And just the, you know, Steelers' offense in general did not look good. Uh, yeah. Whether Deontay's in there or not, they haven't looked good. So I think this is a very fair trade. Um, you know, I think you can go either way, just depending on positional need and the direction of your team. Okay. You know what, Chev, let's kick it to you. How are you feeling about this? And for the record, George Pickens last week 
four for 127 and one. Yeah, it's pretty stinking good. I, I think you can get a little bit more for Pickens at this point. Okay. I think it, I, th- I just think his value is going to hold a lot longer. I believe Rashad White's already 24 years old. You know, he's still got a good amount of time left playing running back, but I just don't know how much longer he's going to be the guy there. I think at some point they could bring in somebody else and kind of spell him a little bit. The game he did well against, he played against the Bears, which their defense is terrible at this point. It's just mediocre. But, you know, he struggled week one against the Vikings. I think he had 17 rushes for like 30 yards. You know, not a big problem, but I I love what he does in the passing game. I mean, that's where I think he comes in most and gets most of his points. That's where I think he just gains a lot more value than some of these other running backs uh, that are in his tier. You know, I just I just need to see, honestly, George Pickens, in my opinion, like, can he be the alpha consistently? And yeah. that's where... I think we're all waiting to see that, you know, four for a hundred plus and a TD. That's awesome. But is that going to consistently happen or is it going to be one of those big game, small game kind of situation that we kind of saw last year, but you know, Rashad white done well so far. We'll see if he can keep it up. I think he's somewhere in the RB two range, but you know, he's a good talent. And for what it's worth, Deontay Johnson was put on IR. So Mm -hmm. like you said, George Pickens is going to have, that chance to see if he can be that alpha that we think that he can be. So for me personally, I don't think that this is really an accurate value here. I I just feel like George Pickens is worth more as a wide receiver and Chev, you know, you're right. He is going to have his chance. Now he needs to prove that he's the alpha that we, and especially Porkman, you know, thinks Mm -hmm. that he could be Uh, pork. By the way, Porkman, you love these wideouts. What's Van Jefferson doing out there? He's letting all of us down, man. Oh no. (sighs) Bummer. But anyway, um, for me personally, you know, I think Pickens has the better long-term value. I would not do this straight up. There'd have to be other pieces just moving around, coming back on the Rashad White side. Um, that That's just how I feel about it. And there's some guys, you know, that I would rather you – know, you could the values are close to guys like Joe Mixon right now, Hollywood Brown right now. That's all lining up um, to Rashad White. So I would be much more inclined to move players like that than I would George Pickens just kind of looking around and seeing what's out there. But I, I would rather just keep George Pickens at the current moment, to be honest with you. So um, let's move on to the next one. All right, so Nate, let's talk about Brian Robinson. So his given cost at the moment is a mid to late 24 first. Um, It's going to be a good running back class. So you have to kind of think, do you want to pay? Right now, we think it's going to be a good running back class. Don't want to get take lock on that. Um, Obviously, a lot can happen between now the combine, the NFL draft. Um, so what do you think? Is this, should the value be higher? Should it be lower? Is it accurate? Tell me what you think about this deal right here or this value right here. Yeah, you know, Brian Robinson for a mid to late 24 first. With that mid to late 24 first, you know, I'm hoping to get one of the big three running backs, um, you know, Travion Henderson, Braylon Allen, or Raheem Sanders. You know, the guys mm-hmm. I, I consider in that top three right now. Um, but at worst, I'm getting one of that, one of those next tier wide receivers like Malik Neighbors, um, Roma Dunze, some of those guys. I'm, I'm, I'd be really excited about as well. So I'm not willing to give up a mid to late 24 first for Brian Robinson um, in a vacuum. Though I do think some people are going to ask that, especially after this game we just saw. Um, mm-hmm. But I think maybe you might be able to get two seconds 
um, or, or maybe wait a week, and then you might be able to make something happen with a second plus a player, two seconds, something like that. Um, I think many people would probably entertain that offer, especially if they're not competing. And I, I like Brian Robinson so far. You know, obviously RB3 on this season, we all like him so far. He's on my Scott Fishbowl team. Unfortunately, I sat him this week for Josh Kelly. Really missed out on that. Still was top 10 in scoring for this week. So I'm, I'm just, like I said, living on the mountaintop. In all fairness, that process is not wrong. I probably would have made that same move. It just didn't work out for you. Just yeah. To be completely fair there. But Brian Robinson's killing it. Right now, he's he's the second highest rated player by PFF from the Commanders. We got a trend here with these running backs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he played. He's played 81 snaps to Gibson 60 so far, um, but obviously handled a lot more of the workload. He's handled almost all of the running for that team. He is the workhorse on running downs for the Commanders currently. Um, Gibson has played more on passing downs, um, and that's because Gibson's pass blocking is is pretty good. Brian mm-hmm. Robinson's currently rated a 26.6 from PFF. Not good. That is that's dark red. Not good. Um, so <laughs> that that's part of the issue here. Is I like Brian Robinson. He's been very productive and he's gotten ve- very efficient with the the past touches he has had. But going forward, I don't know if that consistency in the receiving game is going to be there. But he's obviously going to continue to get the workload of rushing. He's going to get touchdowns. Um, he is averaging three point nine yards per carry, only two point seven six yards per contact per run which isn't, isn't, is it's solid. It's not mm-hmm. great. It's not, not bad. Um, and like I said, only three receptions through two games. That's my problem. So I'm yeah. not willing to move one of these first round picks for Brian Robinson at the point. Um, if I'm a competitive team, need a running back. I have no problem with a second plus uh, for Brian Robinson though. Just to be completely fair here. He had two rushing touchdowns last year. He already has two. I understand he was recovering from a gunshot wound. Um, <laughs> glad he made it back from that. Yes. By the way, that was terrible. One receiving touchdown last year. He already has one. He had nine total receptions last year. He already has three. So the trajectory is there. This team really likes him. I like what I'm seeing so far. But, Chev, I want to know, what are you thinking of this value here? Higher, lower, accurate? Tell me what your thoughts are. Yeah, and I'm I'm the same way as Nate. People are thinking now it is accurate. I would want something lower than that, but I think at this point what he has shown through the last two games, it's accurate because RBs are few and far between at this point. We're missing Nick Chubb. We're missing Eckler. A lot of these guys are getting injured and dinged up. I mean, some people are just not playing to their ability. Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, like it is a rough, rough year to be a running back. I mean, he's averaging 20 touches a game. I mean, I don't know how much you could ask more of him to get. RB15 and RB1 finishes so far this up this season. I just worry, can his body hold up for 17 games? I know 20 touches a game, that is a lot of touches throughout the year. I think we'll see Gibson come in a little bit more at, in some points of the game, especially if they're down a little bit to catch some more passes, as he was a wide receiver before in his career. So I really like what I see. I think the value is accurate. Would I want to pay that? Not really at this point. I'm still not 100% sold. I'm excited for what he's doing, though. Getting 20 touches a game as a fantasy manager, you can't ask for much more there. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think the value should be lower, but this is just is it is what it is right now. If I'm mm-hmm. somebody's coming to me and they say I want Brian Robinson – I want a first, but if I'm trying to get him, I don't want to pay a first for him because of everything that you guys said. He, I mean, he's been productive. He looks great on the field. He's doing a great job. I just, like I said, I really don't think 
people are going to, you know, they're going to want a first. They're going to want to pay less. I'm happy to just hold him right now, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Put him right into my flex spot. And like you were talking about Najee Harris, it's a shame when you look at your roster the day after the Sunday slate and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I really should have sat Najee Harris for Brian Robinson. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's and this is where we're at right now. But that's just unfortunately how it is at the moment. So how about anyway, 2025 20, first? 2025 first? Yeah. What do you think about that, Chef? Because then you got two years to get it back. Yeah, I'm not really worried about getting it back. Um, I mean, it just happens sometimes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I think if you're competing, I think it's worth it. I think you're if you're trying to win now, you get a running back that is getting that amount of touches. And you see that they really want him to carry a bigger workload for that offense and keep Sam Howell, you know, a little bit even of a playing style, maybe not as much passing, but a lot of running the football and pounding the Mm -hmm. defense. I I like it. I think that's not a bad trade, in my opinion. Yeah, Um, I agree. I think I would do a 25 first. Then again, the thing, too, is you're saying if you're competing, it's after two weeks. I think right now with the way this this season has gone it's so hard to tell if you're competing or not because i mean i I had some teams that i thought were good teams then they fell flat on their face week one rebounded a little bit on week two nice teams that i thought were gonna be really bad and i'm two and oh somehow and two weeks ago we wouldn't even been saying this about brian robinson at this point we would never give up a first for him at this point it's very true but this is where we're at you're going to pay for productive running backs that appear to be healthy unfortunately that could change at any moment so um, hang, <clears throat> pardon me. Hang out with us for a minute while you hear a word from our sponsors. September is here, and I want to take a second to talk about self care. When it comes to making an impression, proper grooming is essential to looking and feeling your best when you walk into a room. That's why the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped, are committed to helping men around the world walk and talk with some swagger this season with the best grooming tools on the market. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and enjoy this offer. 20% off plus free shipping with the code DynastyRewind at Manscaped.com. Don't neglect your beautiful self and get right this summer with Manscaped. For the sleekest version of yourself, Manscaped has you covered from head to toe, starting with the brand new Beard Hedge Trimmer. With one guard and 20 adjustable lengths, this device is the perfect travel companion fit to take care of your mane wherever you are. Next in line, who can forget about their signature performance package 4.0? Included in this ultimate grooming bundle is the star of the show, Lawnmower 4.0, equipped its skin-safe technology to minimize nicks and cuts in all your sensitive areas. Also included is their Crop Preserver Groin Deodorant and Crop Reviver Groin Spray. I can tell you from experience, this has taken my confidence in the bedroom to a whole new level. Want something you don't mind showing that special someone in your life? Look no further than Manscaped Boxers 2.0. These are without a doubt the best boxers for men of all ages. I can confidently say I'll never go back to cotton boxer briefs after wearing these. So once again, Manscaped supports the Dynasty Rewind so much they provided an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DynastyRewind at Manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use the code DynastyRewind. Feel like yourself again and take charge of your life with Manscaped. All right, welcome back, everybody. So let's talk about our next player, Devonta Smith. His cause currently is a 24 first. And a 20 
five first. I think we are going to all be in the same boat here. Mm-hmm. Nate, let's start with you, and then Chev and I can kind of tackle on our thoughts then. Yeah, I think this is right on the money. Um, you know, when we're talking about the best of the best, like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you know, usually we're talking about three firsts. Mm-hmm. And when we get to that next tier of players, um, you know, and the wide receivers after that are still in that top 10, top 15, um, which De- Devonta Smith has solidified himself. In oh, yeah. Um, for sure. Um, I- I'm looking at him easily as a top 10, top 12 dynasty asset at the wide receiver position moving forward. So two firsts, I think that's very fair. You know, hopefully you're a contending team and you're expecting both these firsts to be late. If it works out that way, then you actually have a steal. Because the players that you're picking up at the end of the first, um, you know, you're, they can be solid if you're in a rebuild and you need to diversify your assets. And maybe you can, you know, grab two wide receivers for the price of one. You know, you have two less productive wide receivers, but it fills out your depth. But if you're a contending team, putting Devonta Smith in your lineup right now is a game changer. And it's certainly worth, you know, two first round picks if that's what's going to, you know, make your team get over the hump. And the, the awesome part here, is Devonta Smith's only like 24 years old yeah. and you're getting him early in his career. Is it's not like you're going out there to get a, you know, a veteran with, you know, that two to three year window is the rest of the career. Looking at Devonta Smith, you know, the way he plays the game, I wouldn't be surprised to see him up out there producing at a pretty high level for another eight years. So yep. uh, I, I love this. Chef. He's a proven consistent weapon in that offense. You know, each week he's not going to get eight catches, like just like last week, you'll have four catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown, and you'll be pretty happy with that outcome each and every week. AJ Brown, man, that guy is a diva and a half. Just watching the game, seeing his attitude. Even last year when they played Arizona, the guy was just upset when they were beating the Cardinals by a, a decent amount. Like that guy is a diva. We see what Devonta Smith is doing right now, man. I just think he's the consistent wide receiver in that offense. He's a guy that's going to get heavily targeted. He's going to be a top 12 wide receiver each and every season. In my opinion, I love what he does. And if you can trade 24 first and 25 first for him, I'd be happy to take that. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the same page. I'm taking this deal happily. It's got a good rapport with Hertz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The presence of AJ Brown has not hurt him. I think it's helped him. And look, I've said before, I think Devonta Smith, pardon me, is an equal longer than AJ Brown is. Because yep. the Eagles will not tolerate behavior like that. And they they paid him once, A.J. Brown. They're not going to pay him again. They'd rather pay their own guy that they drafted instead of a guy that they traded for. That's just how this team operates. As an Eagles fan, I'm so lucky I get to watch him every single week. I love watching Devonta Smith. And Mike's, yes, it, it might get even better. Because yeah. the Eagles have only thrown the ball 56 times through two games. Yeah, it's been weird. I mean, CJ Stroud them was 56 times each game of his career so far. You know, so um, as soon as that passing volume goes up, those I mean, like these seem like outlier games, but these are just regular games for Devonta Smith right now, averaging 20.4 fantasy points per game. And yeah, sign me up. If it gets better and my Eagles keep winning, please sign me up. Um, so now we're going to talk about the second best wide receiver in the NFL. First is obviously still Drake London. Let's talk about Puka Nakua. The hot hand right now, um, Jamison Williams in a 24 second is the current going rate. Nate, what say ye? This is right on the money. Um, shout out to Bob for putting together some nice trades here. Um, you know, I think Puka's value right now lies somewhere in between a late first 
and two seconds or something around that area. That's that's where his value, uh, market value would lie, I would say. And, you know, Jamison Williams in a second here, I think we're right on the money with that kind of late first value. Um, so value-wise, we're on the money. But in this trade, I'm taking Puka Nakua. I'm taking the guy who's scoring points right now. I mean, I'm going to go over the stats with you guys, but you probably have all heard them a bunch over the last week because we can only talk about Puka Nakua on Twitter. Um, 33 targets, 25 receptions, 266 yards, 10.6 yards per catch. Um, zero touchdowns, guys. He's scoring all these fantasy points with zero touchdowns. Um, you know, Currently, I believe, the wide receiver two on the season behind Tyreek Hill. Um, is he for real? You know, we don't know for sure yet, but he looks pretty for real. You don't have this kind of production in your first two games ever as a rookie and not be for real. And the question, you know, is Cooper Cup coming back? Is he just playing the Cooper Cup role? Sure, he's getting Cooper Cup volume, and that volume is going to go down once Cooper Cup comes back in the lineup. But, like, have we seen Tutu Atwell, Skronik, and Van Jefferson getting uh, targets? You know, I think once Cooper comes, Cup comes back, it's going to be the Cup and uh, Nakua show. Um, you know, those guys are going to get the majority of targets. And they can play together because Puka Nakua actually plays wide. Um, 70% of the time, he's playing out wide. Cooper Cup, meanwhile, majority of snap, his snaps are inside. So basically, you got Cup playing the Cup role. Puka Nakua is playing the Robert Woods role, which is full of screens, great opportunities across and down the field. I love this for Puka Nakua. I'm all in. I'd be willing to make this trade, especially because Jamison Williams in the second. That's as much of a gamble as Puka Nakua, honestly. Chef, what are your thoughts here? Nate, what'd you say you want to finish that up? Looks like you're here now. Oh, sorry. Did Nate lag out? I was looking. Something. I think Chev lagged out, actually. Oh, maybe I lagged out. <laughs> sorry, boys. That's on me. I, I wish I could have heard the rest of it. That was good. That was so good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go maybe a little bit lower. You know, we still have to see what he's going to do when Cooper Cup gets back. But I love everything about his game so far. I mean, I think him and Cooper Cup can both have roles. Obviously, there's really no second target, in my opinion, that has just stood out. Obviously, some guys have shown out in a game or a game at this point. But I think what what he's doing, 33 targets, 25 receptions, 266 yards. How do you just go away from that when Cooper Cup gets back? I don't think you can. It just it wouldn't make any sense to me if they just decided to do that. So I think there's a world where both of these players, Cup and Puka, uh, can – work together and still be successful. He has zero touchdowns through two games. Tyler Higby, who I thought was going to be a bigger role in this offense, has been non-existent at this point. So I I just don't see how Puka doesn't have a role even when Cooper Cup comes back. And, you know, if you are out on JMO and you have a second to give away, I honestly don't hate it. I mean, JMO could come back and be good, but also he can come back and be dog water. So I'm fine with sticking with puka here as well if you need him you know this is another one where does he turn back into a pumpkin because really his value should be lower but this is what you're going to have to pay right now Mm -hmm. this is a guy that we're taking that we were taking in third or fourth rounds of fantasy drafts you know i'm hoping he's not like the next travis fulgham or something like that where he just has a couple good weeks and he disappears but look at all the hype that we heard when cooper cup went out Van Jefferson's going to get the bulk of the targets. He has nine. Ben Skwarnik, or however you say it. Someone correct me. I don't care. Skwarnik. Whatever. It doesn't matter. His stats are as relevant as his last name. Three targets on the season. So Puka is it right now. And this is just what you're going to have to pay. 
I'd probably rather try to move on from older players like Brandon Cooks or Tyler Boyd if I could. But that being said, I would happily move on from James. I've been moving on from Jameson Williams. I've, I'm not hiding that at all. Um, I've been moving on from him. Before we move on to our last little segment here, <clears throat> question for you guys. Chris Palmer, one of our patrons, you should hang out with him in the Discord, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. He was offered a trade that would get him Puka Nakua and Elijah Moore. The cost would be Brees Hall. Oh, I'm well, not uh, that at this point. Yeah, okay. So I, I told him, like, hey, look, here's my thoughts on it. I agreed. It's just <clears throat> I want to hang on to Brees Hall. I'm not I'm not yeah. giving up. Yeah, I mean Brees Hall's still a easily top five running back in Dynasty. I don't I, I don't know what's going on here, to be honest, Mike. Yeah. And Chev, you're in agreement on that as top well. Foolery. Yeah, I mean, the first game he comes back and just puts on an absolute show. Second game only got four touches, so I don't know how that works out, but there's no way I'm doing that at this point. I, I'd i much rather have Brees Hall, for yeah. sure. Me, me too, that's what I told him. And in all fairness, that Dallas defense looks really good um, through two games. They've also played two bad teams, so uh, we will see. So let's go to the best part of the first part of the week let's talk about the underdog scrub pick them of the week last week the higher and lower was devonta smith 63 and a half receiving yards we all went higher we all won easy uh, so chev and i we're two and oh on the season man easy Nate, he slept on josh reynolds week one so he's one and one on the season shout out josh reynolds though sheesh yeah, yeah. i mean i josh reynolds on uh nate Oh, dang. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, but I, I pulled Christian Kirk out and put Josh Reynolds in. It worked out in the end. Christian Kirk still had a good day yeah, uh, yeah. on my bench, unfortunately. But I won the game. Um, so that is it. <clears throat> okay. So I uh, just want to say this week's Scrub or Not Scrub, Thursday Night Football Week 3 featured is Daniel Jones need one yard. Mike. You're just like reading my notes now. What are you doing? I'm sorry. I thought you wanted me to read that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were supposed to just present the, the underdog scrub of the week. Someone edit this out. All right. Well, nope. I'm nope. here to tell you the scrub of the week. You know, we, we had fun with Devonta, not the scrub last week. Nope. Um, I want to let everyone know. If they haven't already signed up for Underdog Fantasy, they can go ahead and do that now. And Mike's going to tell you how to do that afterwards. But use the code Rewind. I'll wait. And you go to the Pickums, And right now there's a feature where Daniel Jones just needs one yard. So you just hit higher over, you know, higher 0.5 yards. You're going to get that. That's going to probably happen unless he pulls an Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And you combine that with our scrub bet of the week, which is because they've got rid of all the scrubs, Jake Moody. He's a kicker, so he's the scrubbiest of all the scrubs, I guess, out there. Um, Jake Moody, currently higher or lower than 1.5 field goals made. What are you guys thinking? You know, the San Francisco 49ers are playing the New York Giants. What do you guys think? Are they just going to score touchdowns, or they're going to kick field goals too? No, our boy Jake Moody, three for three in the past two games. I don't see that stopping. I just need two. I just need two from the kid. We're going higher. 1.5 field goals. It should be 2.5 because the kid is just on fire. Kickers matter. Shout out, Linda. We're going higher here. You know what? I've gone higher on everyone this so far this season, so let's just keep that trend rolling. I'm going higher. 
field goals matter too. Points matter too. Nate, you gonna All try right. to make yeah. some ground on us here or what? No, no, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, Chev mentioned the three for three stat. That's pretty good. Uh, you know, if, if he's hit three field goals the last two games, I feel confident he can hit two. The 49ers should be able to move the ball in the Giants. The Giants aren't that great. They've struggled mm-hmm. the last two games. Pulled out the victory against the Falcons. Good job for them. But it's been a struggle for sure. And they're out with without Barkley. So they're not going to go to control the clock. Give me Jake Moody. Let's make some money. Well, we don't know if Barkley's out. Now we're seeing Brian Dable saying he's a game-time decision. <laughs> head, head, head games, man. You would please stop doing that to us, to us fantasy players. But um, listen, if you want in on the pick 'em fun at Underdog Fantasy, use the promo code Rewind. Not only do you get a 100% first deposit match up to $100, it's literally 300 bucks, by the way. You'll also get a mystery special pick 'em in the lobby when you sign up as a new user. This mystery pick is always a winner. Then you're one pick away from winning your first pick 'em. So join Underdog Fantasy today using the promo code Rewind. The link will be in the description and all of our advertisers or anyone like that. All the links are in the descriptions of both of our podcasts and our videos. So go ahead and check anything out. You know, if you ever need any of our promo codes for anything, we appreciate all your support uh, guys and gals out there. And we will see you next time. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DynastyRewind. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code Rewind. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.